This is the Pete and Kimber podcast. Kimber, what do you know about Mensa? Um, it's a place where smart people hang out together and I figure play chess. That's what I thought as mm. well. Just something like that. Just a big group of smart people. Yep. Um, for me, it was always like whenever I'd heard about Mensa, it was usually through movies when I was a kid, right? Yeah. And so I always had this image that Mensa was like, I don't know, almost like this international space station-y sort of thing where you had to be incredibly gifted and special to get there and so on and so forth. Well, it is. I mean, it's a pretty significant you know, it's a pretty significant place. You have to be fully smart to get in. Okay, so explain to me how a two-year-old gets in. Ah, oh, rubbish. No, legit. So take a listen to this. This audio has been handed to us by producer Rami this morning. Have a listen. Isla McNabb is like any other two-year-old girl. Until one day, her parents noticed something was different. Yeah, she, she just had a, an affinity for the alphabet. She really loved the alphabet, and, and she would start sounding out the different letters. So the McNabs took Isla to a psychiatrist who suggested she take an IQ test. She scored in the 99th percentile. Isla is now the youngest member inducted into Menza. Because she can spell dog. Bug, actually, because she can spell bug. Bug. Oh, I thought that was dog. Was it? Jesus. Okay, hang on. Should we... It was dog, guys. Was it dog, Rami? It was dog. Was it? You're not inducted. I'm, I'm, I'm not getting into Mensa. <laughs> hey, I will have you know that when I was in year one, we did a spelling test and it was 40 words and I'm the only one in the class that got 40 out of 40. He's still holding on to that. Yeah, for dear life. If you haven't had many achievements, that's, that's what you have to do. No, I've got one other great achievement. Have you? Yep. Are you going to say having kids? Because literally anyone can do that. No, mate. I was not having kids. Oh. That's a nice achievement, don't get me wrong. But it is nothing compared to... You can't say Liz. I didn't achieve Liz. Oh, my you, he too. kind of did. You kind of did achieve Liz. That what was do like, you mean? Because you really snagged her. Like... Well, no, anyone can do Liz as well. No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no mate. That's not how it works. <laughs> Sorry, All Pete. Right. You were going to tell us about your big boy achievement. Don't let Rami distract you with Thank his you, humorous anecdotes. <laughs> um, no, it was uh, it was 2005, and it was Fitzpatrick's in Maddington, and it was the semi-final of our indoor soccer no, team. No, yes. stop it. No, legit. And I was up. I was. I Have was you a met defender. Beckham? Have you watched the Beckham docker? I'm Beckham. No, I met Beckham, mate. But he'd love this. He'd appreciate this. Kicking so take a listen. Doesn't right? require Mensa sort of gear. No, it does. This. Have a listen to this. The coordination of this, right? So I was a defender. So I was usually up the back. I found myself up the front. My cousin lobbed it from the back. I caught it on my chest, brought it down to my foot, didn't hit the ground, and in one beautiful, smooth motion, like silk, kicked it into the back of the net and scored a goal that put us through to the grand final. If you can define for me how that is in any way linked to the IQ of Mensa, then I will submit you to get into Mensa. Because... Uh, it takes a high IQ to be able to bring the mind and body together the way that I did <laughs> in that not, motion. In that it's moment, it's not biomechanics, mate. That was just an absolute fluke. That wasn't a fluke. It was a fluke. I've it never done that ever a again. Massive fluke. <clears throat> That's why you remember the moment. I did it once, and I've never done it again. Um, look, 
I, I get that there are smart kids out there. And yeah, some kids like I know this boy, Teddy Hobbs, who was four. He used to be the youngest member of Mensa before Isla got in. Oh, he'd be pissed. And the way his parents realised, <laughs> he doesn't know those emotions yet. Uh, the way his parents realised um, that maybe he was a bit bright is that um, they just left him in front of the TV a bunch, right? And they noticed that he started making some sounds while he was playing on his tablet and watching TV. And then they realised that he was actually sounding out numerals in the Chinese language. He was speaking Mandarin. What the hell? Um, and so <laughs> he got himself in by, they didn't teach him to read. He taught himself to read. At least the parents are hearing this kid speak Mandarin and they're like, okay, he must be pretty smart. Let's send him off for an IQ test. This other family that we've heard about and their two-year-old, she's spelling dog and they sent her to a psychologist. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, the, the connection there. She's spelling bug and they think it's dog, which is really. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was, but now I'm confused. <laughs> no, you're right. I have to go back to the beginning. <laughs> Did you see that, um, so you can be over 10 and you can be under 10. So we were having a look at some of the Australian Mensa stuff to get in. And there is an under 10 for Mensa and you have to go to a psychologist and then there's a, like a series of test names for the accepted IQ tests here mm. to be able to do it and get in. What do you reckon the average IQ is for people in Australia? Uh, I don't know. Somewhere between 80 and 100. Yeah. Uh, let's sit Have you seen let's anyone try to use the self-serve? <laughs> 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 yeah, fair point. Do you have an answer? The average IQ in Australia, they reckon, is 99.24. We're ranked 17th in the world. And what I was, don't buy that. And what was her IQ? Rami. No, they're just going to go back and they cut just this said, on the line. The I gave you, they just said she scored in the top 99th percentile. What does that mean? She's top 99 of the other Don't idiots who did the test. Mind about that. <laughs> so I'm still back at Fitzpatrick's um, thinking about my great achievement. Have you got one great achievement? Have you got like just one, one great achievement that sticks out in your mind above all of the others? Um, one great achievement, one monumental stands above all of the others and it might not be important to anybody else, but it's, it's important to you. It still sticks in your mind. Oh, I mean, I think starting an international award-winning theatre company might have been a pretty big thing. You've just been quietly sitting on that for the last <laughs> few years, haven't you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, you said this podcast is going to be a quickie. We're going to do a quick one. Go. Create a band name using a colour oh. and something you could buy at the grocery store. Okay. I think that when it comes to choosing a colour, I don't want to choose something that's been done a lot. Like, I think I'm going to avoid the whites, the blacks, even purple. I'm going to bring up the Dulux. Oh, green day's already, like, green's already gone. I'm going to bring up the Dulux colour chart. I mean, you don't have to be too, you know. And no. then an item that you don't think has made it into a band name before. I mean, there's going to be things like bananas and stuff will already be in it. Um, I've got... Um... Oxford Word of the Year break as well to do. <laughs> we're, mate, we're, we're already we're doing something. Podcast. We're in the middle of a podcast at the moment. Thanks for joining us, Ronnie. Thanks, appreciate it. You started another one? Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry, as you were. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um, you know what I mean? Like some items will have been done, mm. like, 
I'm like, orange cat litter. Orange cat litter. That's not bad. Would you listen to that band? No, God no. Yeah, okay. They sound like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hang on. Okay, so what about... Who, why would they name a colour meerkat? I guess because it's the colour of a meerkat. How about uh, the caramel frozen peas? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with turquoise incense. Turquoise incense. Yeah. That's really nice. What kind of band would they be? Turquoise incense. I think they'd be like Enya meets... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> o- Orinoco flow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly oh, that. Okay. Hang on. I think I think it would be turquoise incense are definitely the Enya combined with. Do you know what? It's it's Enya with Mark Ronson. Oh yeah. Okay, I could see that. I could see how that would work. Mm. Just quickly, Kerid Rami. Do you guys know what the Orinoco flow is? No. Uh, Alyssa has just come in and told us it's a song by Enya. Ladies and gentlemen, turquoise incense. <laughs> okay, quick, stop it before we get Classic. busted. Turquoise um, incense. Yeah, what's your band called? Uh, well, mine was Caramel Frozen Peas. Mm-hmm. But maybe if I nix that. Mm, oh, oh, I've got it. Yeah? Yep. Teal Chicken Wings. <laughs> what do they play? Punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> the Pete and Kimber Podcast.